Yo, Sora's already laughing, but the return. I feel like I haven't been here in like three weeks. When you don't have the internet, man, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's the craziest time to be alive. I absolutely couldn't do anything. You know how many damn episodes I wanted to put out last week and chop up and I couldn't? And you got other people copying us, but uh, Two-Face. But anyways, let's go ahead and move on. Everybody, welcome back. <laughs> I know. Yo, a Slay wants to shake his head so bad. Shout out to everybody who's trying to break film down now. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody all who's watching college football, shout out to y'all too. You can't that all okay. that all 22 film has made everybody East Coast gridiron overnight. Have you see, Did you see this? Did you see this? Oh, man. But please let me introduce myself. There you go, Don. He said it. He put it in the chat. Right as I said, please let me introduce myself. I am your lovely host, everybody's favorite couch quarterback, Dante, here. Why are you rolling your eyes, Slay? <laughs> you messed me up, man. Everybody's favorite couch quarterback, Dante, here, my man. We'll just go ahead and get the Slay. Slay on the bottom looking like a homeless dude. <laughs> With a heavenly glow. <laughs> like he took it. He, I told I told him before the show. Look like you took a whole laptop in the bathroom and it's all right. foggy. <laughs> man has it. Man looks like he hasn't seen a Garnier Fruities product in weeks. Oh man. But we got we got Slay at the bottom, aka he just rebranded the franchise. I love it, man. Everybody everybody's saying what they got to say about it, but I, I love it. I think I think it's awesome. And then we got Vic Three right below me, man. My my guy. Everybody says we look alike until you see us in person. And he ain't got hair, and I do. <laughs> and then right up top to my left, man, is is my guy that's been holding me down uh, since I've been gone. Papa Sore, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate man. all you guys. Don's in the chat. BLSG's in the chat. And Key's in the building right now. If you guys can, go ahead and share out the stream. Let people know that we're live right now. Um, but let's, let's give a shout-out to the the lovely 953 subscribers in the house wow you know i i tried to sit back and i tried to I, I tried to soak this all in i never thought that we would be here when we when i started this thing man to to be completely honest how does it feel guys when you see that number now oh listen man that, that's hard work being paid off you know what i mean that that's all attributed to the things that we do and you specifically and and you got to give shout out to don too you know what I'm saying? Y'all were the day ones. But, yeah, man, that's, that's hard work. Yeah, I mean, day one, me and Don. Got to throw Nelson in there. I just talked to Nelson the other day. Shout out to my boy, man. He's holding it down. He's about to start a new venture. Moved on to a different career. So, shout out to him. He's He was a part of this. Shout out to, to my man, Rob. Rob was, like, the best, one of the best third men ever when he was on the show. Uh, I told you, y'all got big shoes to fill. <laughs> But y'all been feeling them, man. Y'all been feeling them, and I, you know, I'm I'm happy for it. And uh, you know, this is like a pre-celebration before the 1,000. We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but we know that number is eventually coming because of all the hard work you put in. Um, we put in a, a ton of hard work. We, you know, we try to be as consistent as possible. Like I said, Sora's been keeping the show going while I was gone. Um, you know, shout out to you know the the last shows that I was on. Nightings had me on. Um, you know, uh, Jimmy from On the Road to Victory. If you have not subscribed to Jimmy, man, one of my favorite dudes ever. I go over there, hilarious. go subscribe to his channel. And then, uh, you know, my man King and 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 Coach over at at the Swoop Boys. Me and Vic was on there. What was so funny? If we found our our ways in to 
the opposition's gates. <laughs> the ops. <laughs> and we didn't even realize it. We were like, wow. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> it was it was it was Frodo and Samwise Gamgee just stepping in, bro. But Homeboy said, "Fly, you fools!" We came into the Shire. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we came into the Shire. Huh, the nights in the round table. But hey, it's all good, man. Chat's popping off right now. Let me go ahead and say what's up to the people. We got a spicy show for you tonight, man. I'm I'm hyped up. I'm glad I'm back here with my guys. I will uh, be screaming at Slay probably. <laughs> SC Experience Eric, go check out his channel. It's another one of our favorite guys over there. Appreciate you, man. Normal guy, you've been a big supporter lately, man. I can't I can't appreciate you uh, enough for coming through. Andre's been a long time guy as well. So, like I said, go ahead and share the stream out. Get some more people in there. Um, may, and just tell them that we're live, man. Tell them that we're live. So, pre appreciate everybody. So, let's go ahead and move on to the first topic of the day. Is the SEC overrated? We've seen not one, not two, but three SEC schools go down last week. We've seen a close game uh, against Alabama and Missouri. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Georgia. Georgia, Georgia and Missouri. You know, this it's, it's the craziest stuff. I'll go ahead and start with you, Slay, since, since you're sitting there biting your lip. Are you as disgusted as we are, man? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean... Like, if we can beat Missouri and we beat them close, like, Georgia should have just smacked all over them. Um, I don't know what happened to them. It was like a 17-0 lead, and then They're overrated. they just started coming back. Uh, like Sora said, I don't, I don't know if they overrated, but they overrated. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, I, <laughs> I don't like, know about that, but I feel like they, they got a good team. It's just that they, they sometimes – downlook their opponents that aren't as good as them with talent and stuff like that but That's i feel fair. like they i think when they play like really good teams and they start to showcase themselves like you know week one when they played oregon they knew they was it was going into a game where like they seen a ranked team they was gonna be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna showcase ourselves but um yeah uh georgia i don't know y'all gotta step it up y'all can't do this against missouri missouri is terrible but they look pretty solid against you guys. So I don't know what's going on right now. Um, Before, and Alabama right now is the number one team. Yeah. It should be Ohio State because Ohio State's like been smacking be everybody. Ohio State too. That's what I was just well, about to say. So how, how do you almost just barely beat Texas and then find yourself in the number one spot? I don't I don't get that when Ohio State's been smashing everybody, man. I, I don't Nick get Saban. it. But we don't Vic, know how we, votes go. Uh, we Saban. know. Exactly. You know, Vic, I'm going to get to you next, but let me go through some of the SEC games and, and the scores. Georgia barely beat Missouri, and Missouri was up all game alone, 26-22. Alabama squeaked by Arkansas, who was ranked number 20, 49-26. Uh, the next one was the one that we was hoping and praying that would happen was Ole Miss and Kentucky. I know it was a conference game, but Ole Miss came in and knocked down number seven, Kentucky, 22-19 which we all prayed that that would happen. Mississippi State actually went to Texas A&M and uh, – or actually, Texas A&M went to Mississippi State <laughs> and got beat 42-24. to I told them, you know, them cowbells came in to, uh, you know, came to play. So, yeah, man, there, there was a – last week, if you didn't watch college football, and we'll get into that next, you know, here in, in one of the next segments, but – it just is what it is. Vic, what was your thoughts on it, man? And is the SEC overrated? 
I don't think the SEC is overrated. We all know the talent they have, the coaching staffs that, that are a part of the SEC. I think what you're seeing now is in the, the playing field being more level. You know, we talked about mm-hmm. the transfer portal, you know, how it's changed, you know, college football. You're seeing it. You're seeing exactly how it's changing college football. Again, everyone's going to get the, the, the same amount of talent coming through. No longer will you see the power five schools getting all that talent. It's not going to happen no more, especially when you're talking about, you know, players getting broken off now. You know, the teams are going to be vying for, for, for talent. They're going to be able to pay for talent. You're going to see a more even playing field in college football. So don't expect Alabama to be at the top forever. Don't expect Clemson to be at the top forever. Sooner or later, you're going to hear Texas may be winning a national championship. Hopefully, Penn State soon will win a national championship. Me and Vic going to be going to that Michigan State game, boy. Yes, sir. I can't wait. But listen, these teams, there's going to be more opportunities. You're going to see harder fall games. That Georgia game was wild, but let's let's be honest. Was it not entertaining? Were you not on the edge of your seat that whole time? Are you not entertained? Exactly. I think, think, no, the SEC is not overrated. It is what it is. It's historically great. But again, now we're talking about the tide has changed. College football landscape has changed. So we'll see going forward what happens. But at the moment, I won't say they're overrated. Sore. This is your wheelhouse. Your boys didn't play last week, and you guys got passed. You guys got out of there. Uh, Huh? We played Sunday. They had to to reschedule the game because of the hurricane. Yeah. You you guys played on Sunday? Yeah. Sunday morning, right? Like 11 or something like that? Yeah. Really? How did I miss that? Yeah. No internet, bro. That's what I'm blaming on, bro. No internet. I didn't update him. I didn't update him. That's on me. That's on me. I didn't update him about that. Um, no, I don't really, I don't think the SEC is overrated because you look at who cares the, about Florida. <laughs> How many times have we beaten y'all? What's the overall that record? Really anyway, so much, anyways, bro. Who's got the better record this year? It don't matter for now, anyways. You look at the three losses Kentucky, AM, Arkansas. All three of those are against SEC opponents. You're now entering where you are facing. SEC interior. It's always going to be a tough matchup unless you're Vanderbilt. That's besides the point. Um, the thing though that you see with a lot of these teams, and you again you saw it in uh, Georgia, Missouri. A lot of these teams like to play down their competition. You could argue you saw it with Alabama, Texas, because a lot of people didn't think it was going to be that close. Texas, Texas should have won. They mm-hmm. didn't. It is what it is, but. Teams play to their competition in the SEC. You saw it with Kentucky, Mississippi. Uh, again, 22-19. Kentucky, by the way, listen, I know we lost to them. It is what it is. Kentucky should not have been ranked the top team. The only reason why was because the AP poll put Florida at 12. That's the only reason they moved up. The AP poll has been on something, to uh, not today, this year. The officiating has been on something this year. They're not playing any games this year. They are you not. suck, you are gone, bro. If you win... Congratulations. If you lose to the Shadow Realm, never to be seen again. <laughs> You're gone. You're gone. Straight up. Um, But, I mean, yeah. you. So, that was kind of why Kentucky was. So, a lot of the AP, same thing with um, Tennessee, who I don't – who did they play? I don't remember who Tennessee played. Oh, so yeah. Go back. Oh, uh, oh, oh they didn't play. I, they were on a bye week. They were on a bye week. That explains yeah. it. Um. But, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what you saw. It's uh, SEC versus SEC. Um, 
So, no, I don't think it's overrated. Maybe some teams in it, yes, like Vanderbilt. No, I mean, it's, it's Vanderbilt, and I just feel bad for them. Auburn at this point, yeah. I was just about to say it. <laughs> Hold on. Before we move on, Let's go through the teams no, that. Hold uh, on, I got no. stuff playing in the background. Stop it! All right, let's go through the teams in the SEC, and you say if they're overrated or at the right spot. I know what you're gonna say for Florida, so I. <laughs> I'm I'm just, I'm just saying Alabama overrated. All of us are just me. I think so. I think I think they're overrated. Overrated. Okay. Arkansas yeah, overrated or right where they should be. Right where they should be. Oh, yeah, around there. This one's going to hurt. Auburn, overrated or right where they should be? Overrated. They're bad. Overrated. They are booty butt butt. I, I'm going to love this one. Florida, overrated. <laughs> overrated. I, I, I'll be the, the voice of reason on Florida. I don't think they get enough credit. I think that defense is a lot better than people, you know, that people say. It's but the at the moment, they haven't won enough. So, yeah, that. Yeah. We have had our first four games. Three of them were top 20 opponents. Mm -hmm. Georgia, overrated or where, right where they should be? Right where they should be. Oh, right where they should be. I don't think they're overrated. I'm going to say overrated. Kentucky. That's, that's not hit. Overrated. 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 LSU. I think they're underrated. Overrated. Overrated. You think they're overrated? I think they're overrated. They're not a good job. You were just down 17 nothing to us, and you should have kicked our ass. Like, it should not even have been close. Mississippi PG, State. Oh, underrated. You say Penn State? Mississippi State. Oh, I was like, wait, when did Penn State join the SEC? Mississippi State, I think it's underrated. underrated. Yeah, mm -hmm. underrated. Missouri, underrated. Yeah, Missouri, definitely underrated. We play them next week, or this week. Yeah, Texas A&M, overrated. 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 South Carolina. Game Overrated. 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 Spencer Rattler is booty butt butt. Tennessee. Underrated. 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 They are not showing enough love. Ole Miss. Underrated. Uh, right where they should. Overrated. A little overrated. You think so? I'm going to say they're right where yeah. they are at. Yeah. yeah, right where they should be. And then Vanderbilt. Right where they should be. <laughs> On the bottom. Yep. So right where right where they should be. So I just wanted to go through that before before we moved on to the next one. So that was a little that was a little fun exercise for the classroom. What do y'all think in the chat uh, on the SEC? Are they overrated or underrated? Oh, you at school? Why you got to say classroom? <laughs> you bring me back to work. Oh, right. uh, oh yeah. <laughs> My I bad. Back. My bad. All right. So just to go ahead and recap last week's game of the week, Clemson versus. Um, uh, Clemson versus NC State. Man, was it everything that we thought it was going to be? I think so. I think so. That Clemson was scared. Clemson was scared coming out of that first quarter. They were still scared coming in, coming into halftime. Nobody really turned up the juice. But at this point in time, when we look at Devin Leary and we look at DJ Uyunglele, are they? Are they both overrated, underrated, or right where they should be? <laughs> Vic, Say I'll that start name with one you. more time and see if you get that right. <laughs> DJ Uyunglele. That's a, a tongue twister. No, hey. like he does know how to say it because that man's been saying it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Larry's underrated. 
You think Leary's underrated? What, what? Okay, what's your what's your thoughts on DJ Uyunglele? He's solid. I don't think he's better than Leary though. Why not? But I just feel like Leary, uh, for the situation that he's in, they don't have like any like high high receivers. Um, they have a couple solid ones, but not like any top ranked receivers that shocks you or mind blows you. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like Larry doesn't get enough love. So what makes Larry better than DJU so far this year? Let me throw before you say that, let me throw out a really interesting stat. And oh my god, I got stuff playing in the background again. But let me throw out a really interesting stat for Devin Leary. He's rushed the ball 21 times, and we know we know about the whole if you get sacked, it counts against your accounts against or for your your yardage total uh on the ground 21 attempts two yards averaging 0.1 yards a carry with three touchdowns his longest run of the year has been 12 yards he's 10 touchdowns three interceptions 1100 yards passing let me go over to dju because i'm just trying to i'm just trying to see what your thought process is so i'll give you the stats dj uyunglele has had 55 attempts, 242 yards on the ground, and three touchdowns. Longest run has been 38 yards. 1,200 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, and one interception. You think Devin Leary is better than DJU right now? Are you saying as of this season or just the overall play? What, whatever whatever your criteria is, I'm not going to put words in. I feel in like as an overall quarterback, Leary is better, but because of the situation that he's in, he's not going to be as good as uh, Angle, or however you pronounce his last name. Ui Angalale. Yeah. But um I mean bro, you have Will Shipley who can receive and run. And his O line is nowhere even close to um DJs. And the team around him is nowhere close to DJs. I I mean, it's a team game at the end of the day. You, no quarterback can do something by themselves. Like we all know that. But I don't know, man. I feel like Leary is just a better overall quarterback. And he's in. You know, and, and DJ's in a better system, too. I want to give that another look, too. I feel like he's in a better system. Were you saying that with Trevor Lawrence? With Lawrence? Yep. Yeah. And he was in a good system with Clemson. He was in a so, great system. He had a lot of weapons around him, and yeah, really he literally team. had everything. It was yeah. gift, that team was gift wrapped to Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And DJ, just put this in perspective, Slay. So you said the system, right? Remember the game against Notre Dame that DJU had the best statistical season, had the best statistical game out of him and Trevor Lawrence that whole season, and they still yeah. lost. I get that. I'm just I I'm just going. I'm just, you know, pointing out the facts. Soar, what was your thoughts on the game? Who do you think is the better quarterback? Um, I mean, yeah, the game the game was uh, really good. I did not expect Leary to come out looking as good as the way he did. I kind of thought the defense was going to do uh, – I should clarify Clemson's defense because usually Clemson's had a really good lockdown defense. That's kind of what – got them winning games in the early part of the season. Now it's now it has been DJ Ua Ungalale. Um, oh, close. That's the closest I heard. You get a 98% on that pronunciation. Go ahead. Why did that get to work? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of screens, ex- man. You can't escape, man. Get out of my head. Um. I don't even remember. Oh yeah. Uh. And yeah, to point out what real the Clemson secondary has been kind of sus as of yeah uh, late. So I definitely think DJ put it on his put it on his back, and same with Will Shipley. And I do think this Pulse. year, okay, this year I do think DJ has been the better quarterback. Okay, Vic, give us your thoughts, man. Gonna say, do I need to go more into that? Or <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, when you look at the stats, DJ's been more more efficient. But you got to look at Larry. Larry's, you know, he's been carrying that team. He's their greatest weapon. As for DJ, he has a supporting cast. So not much is asked of him compared to, to Larry. So I think that's the difference between the two. But right now, DJ's playing better. Larry, last game I threw, what, I think it was 55% completion rating. That's what he had with one touchdown, one interception. Uh, 59%. 59, there we go. So it's not looking that good. But again, like I said, he's dependent to carry this team as where DJ isn't. You still have the defense. You have the running game. You have a talented squad in in Clemson. And then when you're talking about uh, North Carolina State, pretty much Larry. So, you know, he's playing hero ball right now because he has to. So I think that might come in effect when you're looking at who's better right now because numbers are skewed for him. He's playing hero ball. He has to do more as compared, like I said, with DJ. How much is asked of him? But right now, you have to give it up to DJ. He is playing more efficiently. Is one of these teams primed to win the ACC this year? Yeah. I'm sure. I would say so. If they played each other again, noticing that NC State has had one interception and one fumble in this game, which could have turned the tide for them, plus their running game, they had 145 yards on the ground. 60 between Will Shipley and 73 with DJ Uyunglele to Clemson's 34. <laughs> or to NC State's 34. Uh, I mean, who who who's winning the ball game the next time? If it was at NC State, let's just say, if it was at NC State, I've been to that stadium, they get really, really raw-raw down there. Do you think field, field advantage or home advantage is big for these teams. Definitely. I think if they were to match up again, I think NC State would put a better uh, better, better effort in. But again, we're talking about Clemson and their talent. They would still overcome. Slight. Yeah. I, I do think if one of those teams, because they're both in the Atlantic, if one of those teams were in the Coastal, that would be your ACC matchup, right? Or ACC championship matchup right there. Um... Would Syracuse as five and zero? Just come and play Syracuse. I assume nah. they will, but I don't know that. I'm scared I, to I play Clemson need, in the next. I couple would weeks. need to see. I would need to see the matchup between Clemson and Syracuse in order to decide that. But um, so I Clemson NC plays State Florida toe to toe with either of those. Either Clemson of those, plays sorry. Florida State in two weeks. In three weeks they play Syracuse. In four weeks they play Notre Dame. Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina to follow. They get a they get a cupcake game this weekend against Boston College. Well, who does Syracuse play the next? Oh, Clemson. Okay. Who does Clemson play, or who does Syracuse oh, play? Yeah, Syracuse. Who do they play? The next three weeks. Yeah. Up until Clemson. Uh, yeah. so their schedule. NC State they play next. The loss. 
and that's in two weeks. Clemson, they play after that. And another loss, but this time they get blown out. Notre Dame, they play after that. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, it actually be <laughs> Pitt, they play after that, and I think they win that one. Yeah. On the November 12th, they play Florida State. Then they play Wake Forest. Like, God, their schedule is hard the next five weeks, man. Yeah. So I, I, I would need to see the stretch of Syracuse before they play Clemson to see. If they drop the two games before Clemson, then no, I don't think it would be a competition between who is representing the Atlantic. I argue to say that Florida, like, that Florida State schedule is hard, too, because they play this coming weekend, NC State, then Clemson. See, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did want to ask you a question. Dante, being the resident Seminole fan here, <laughs> I do want to ask you. That's right. I'm taking over now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what are your keys to victory against NC State? How are you going to stop them? How are you going to win this game? <laughs> Got to tackle first. <laughs> they have to tackle. At? <laughs> they have to tackle. I mean, and, and what I mean by tackling is they got to stop. Devin, I know Devin Leary doesn't have the yardage on the ground, but he's a little sneaky little dude, man, that could get out the pocket and get your first down. If we can't contain the outside, I'm, I'm telling you, man, if they, if they run 12-22 technique on us, man, or 22 uh, personnel, we, we're going to be – we're going to be in trouble. I'm telling that you. Guy is, my guy is 6'1". He is not little. He's a giant. That interception wasn't even his fault, though. Like, it literally went to the receiver's hands, and it just bounced over him, and it was a pick. The key to victory against NC State is we need to score every possession. We can't do what Clemson did and, and, and just let the game go three and out, three and out, three and out. Okay, we're going to score now. Like, we have the firepower on offense to continue to score and score and score. And that's the same thing against against Syracuse when we played him. <laughs> we got to score every freaking possession because I can't depend on this defense, man. We can't tackle. We cannot tackle. So, and shout out to Aaron Judge, by the way. He just hit his 69th uh, home run. 62nd. Our 62nd, yeah. Yep, he's so. going to make so much money this offseason. I'll be funny. Good. I'm glad he never went to arbitration. Idiots. He already he already got a bag though. Shout nah, out. nah. He went, he went to arbitration. Oh, shout out. Hold on. First of all, shout out to Aaron Judge. Congratulations. And shout out to college football fans because now every time that man is, comes up to bat, we don't need to cut away from that. Yeah. Some that, some that dude fell twenty feet times. trying to catch the ball. Damn. I mean, yeah. Sell that on eBay, bro. You make millions right off the bat. Oh. Oh, 63rd. Well, it was his 62nd. I think it might have just hit his 63rd, but when they... Wait, are you serious? Hold up. Let me... Ch- I thought it was well, the race When you got to use the ball uh, to pay for your medical expenses, it's it's not a win-win. <laughs> oh, it's the... <laughs> yeah, but... You, the band better have insurance, because if not... You got to imagine, though, that ball probably cost the medical insurance, and then some. Straight like, up. I mean, that's, that's history that's right there, by. so I can... Straight up, Again, man. This is a, we're football. We don't do baseball. See, I, I knew someone fell, but I didn't know that was the reason why they fell because they were trying to catch the ball. That's crazy. I, well, I thought the one went – I know one of them went into the dugout. I don't know if that's the tying ball and then this is the one that – or not the tying No, that was, his, that, was his, that was the 62nd. That was the 62nd. I know this is all talking about Kansas is 5-0 yeah. ranked number. We're, we're going to get into that later. Oh, Jason. We got you, man. We this got man you. see our scripts? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who leaked the I script? Didn't, I didn't leak it. All right. 
Everybody step in and give you peace for this. I've been saying this on Twitter for the longest time. I just need everybody to get it off their chest. You can say whatever you want. Just keep it PG. Everybody don't go all at once. <laughs> yes. Slate, get it off your chest, man. As, as a 15-year-old football watcher that watches both, I'm not trying to be derogatory. I'm just saying you are smart enough to know that Wow, these players eventually end up in the NFL. Wow, it's cool to watch your skill set from college and in the NFL and get better. What the hell do you think? Should NFL guys watch college football and vice versa? Absolutely. Because give us your take. What's your pet what's your pet peeve when when the NFL guy tries to make a mock draft, for example? <laughs> I feel like I feel like when someone does that, it's out of the fact that like it's just you think it's regular to have just mock drafts and you're just doing lists and drafts for your separate team, um, trying to get players at the position, but you don't even know how they play. Um, I don't know how that works, but yeah, I feel like with that, it's just about what I literally just said and with how everyone else, Mel Kuyper, um, Todd McShay, they put out so many mock drafts. And, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks them. You call Todd McShay a snapping turtle? <laughs> no, Mel Kuyper a snapping turtle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, they they do so many mock drafts, and it gets them sucked into, like, you know, wanting to do mock drafts themselves. So I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons that um they do mock drafts. But you can't do mock drafts and not know anything about players, like, if if you ask an uh, Eagles fan who was Nakobe Dean, week one, they could not tell you uh, an answer. And I'm saying week one <laughs> facts. I'm saying week one of uh, of, of college. Year, yeah, and he went the butt kiss though. <laughs> uh, answer. And I'm saying week <laughs> one. <laughs> Other people but, uh, don't understand the reference. Yeah, but um, and and no, he won the Bolitnikov. Bolitnikov. I was to say it was the Bolitnikov Award. Yeah, he oh, won the Bolitnikov. With Jordan Davis, like they didn't even know, they didn't even know what uh, position he probably played week one of last year. Like, so I mean, when it comes to mock drafts, know the players and watch their games, and also watch the team before even saying anything, because straight you up, you could say you could say that you do mock drafts and whatnot, and go live for it, but if you're not doing your research about it, then what's the point of going live and doing mock drafts if you don't know anything about the player? Like, bro, let's be honest. Until until uh, Sora was starting to say Damian Pierce's name, no one knew about him. Like, <laughs> let's be Thank honest, you. bro. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Hold up. No, we didn't know you at the time. Ergo, I introduced it to them. I'm, we I'm, no, I'm just trying to say <laughs> Like, unless you were a Florida fan, like fishing and Sora, you did not know who that was. And this so. is coming from a Florida State fan. You know how much it burned me to compare him to damn Fred Taylor? Well, he was a Florida State guy. He was guy. also a Florida guy. Oh, he was guy. a Florida guy. But he's a Jaguars yeah. guy, so, you know. Yeah, go that's ahead. good, Hayden. Um, <laughs> I see what Eric said. Yeah, Eric Eric and Coach, um, they did a lot of, like, mock drafts plus a lot of research with film study. So, they get a pass. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, they, most people don't even know about Damian Pearson. And as soon as a guy like Sora or Fishing starts messing to him, look what happens. 
to a month later, you got, <laughs> you got Mel Kuyper, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, and everyone just talking about this dude. And then they see him play one bad game in the NFL season, and then now everyone's to jump on the train, come back on the train when he does good. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. You could not so, live with your failures. Or I, you. I think it's about to get real juicy. Pauls. <laughs> what up? What up, Hayden? Sore. Yeah. Get into why this is a pet peeve. Is it a pet peeve of yours? Yes, yes, it is. Because I literally took a picture of my cat, the little terrorist. Uh, if you watch the Saturday show, you'll remember her. She yep. literally sits up and watches TV. She watches more college football than some of y'all out there that be making mock drafts. All right. Why, why are we doing this? That's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to take a test or like, I'm taking a math test, but I studied biology all night. It don't, it don't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't work. I don't understand why, where do all of the NFL players come from? You think they just pick in grocery? You think they just go to Publix and go like, uh, can you got a Derrick Henry in Publix? No. Okay. Uh, no, they all come from college. You see all their strengths, you see all their weaknesses, you see all the film in college. What do you think people are doing during the offseason? Where do you think GMs go during the season to scout out? They go to college games. Why? Because they have to watch college. They can't just go onto YouTube and type in Damian Pierce highlights. Especially with Damian Pierce, it was hard to find. You had to use your eyes to see Damian Pierce because all throughout his four-year career... At Florida, that man only got the ball 10 times a game, three times throughout all four years. He only got 10-plus carry three times in out four of his years. So it was it was hard to look film for Damian Pierce unless you actually sat there and watched the game, which is what the Houston Texans did, and now they got the future offensive rookie of the year in Damian Pierce. This man just had to had to mention the Florida player, but go off. You were the one. That, actually, no. Manny was the one that mentioned Damian Pierce. I know. <laughs> anyway, and okay, fine. We'll mention this because this is where it all started. Trent McDuffie. Oh. How Defend many his people, honor, sir. How many people, the amount of people, we have receipts that said he was just a slot guy because he's corn. No, he was one of the highest graded man coverage outside. He always played on outside. Not always, but he mainly played on outside. Same thing with Kyrie Lum. People were talking about him. Guess what? He also played in the slot. Just because he plays in the slot one time doesn't mean that he's in the slot. Kyle Pitts. That man is a tight end. Look at his snap percentage. Where did he play majority? He played majority on the outside. He played majority in the slot. And then his least amount was in the tight end position. Even though he's labeled as a tight end. You You wouldn't know that. The amount of people (laughs) that said. The (laughs) amount of people that said. Because much like Damian Pierce, I was the one that introduced the community to Kyle Pitts. We don't need him. We don't need another tight end. We already had Zach Ertz and Alice Goddard at the time. Okay, bro, if you watch it, where is that man usually at? That man is usually on the outside. That man is usually on the outside. Where else do you... Do you rarely ever see him in the tight end position? You rarely ever see him. He's either on the outside or he's in the slot. They had... uh, What's his face? Hayden Hurst. When they had him last year. He was in their tight end. Pitts was on the outside. That's what they do. You wouldn't know that because you don't watch college football. You just go to YouTube.com and type in like Highlight Heaven or something like that. Tippity, 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 type, type, type. Look up a player in their highlights and you're like, I know everything about this dude. You don't know Jack Diddley squat, bro. Yo, 
Yeah, I'm gonna just say Yo, this. Yo, that's that's on the content, bro. That's the damn video that's right the there. <laughs> All right, so check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Vic go. Actually, I'm gonna go before you, Vic, because and I think I'm wearing a lightning hat too, and I know more football than I, all those I, people out there. I think Vic's take is gonna be the most, not the most interesting, but but very very interesting. But Eric, I just gotta rub it in your face, man. Just go be a Falcons fan until y'all start winning actual notable games, so you can root for your boy Drake a lot. Before you go, ECG, you know what will be real funny? Imagine if we interview Trent McDuffie someday, and then. We tell him about that whole story that happened a couple. I got it loaded on my phone, ready yeah, to go, to say, bro. We ain't even gonna say nothing about. It. Just show him the clip. Let him go. It's in the favorite. Oh man! Tell him to tell Trent McDuffie to join the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send him the link. You know the first so, thing is, yo, who's your man with the messed up team talking about? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking one? about, bro? Which one? Have they ever heard of the thing called Invisaligner? Yeah. <laughs> Hey Slade, that's Cat, man. Drake Drake May is not the real deal. He he had he had a couple good games. That dude ain't really played anybody yet, so I'm I'm gonna have to pump the brakes on him. I know, I know it was an overreaction Monday when he started doing really well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to see what he needs to do next year. That's my that's my Florida guy or my uh, North Carolina guy, man. He, you know, I keep him in the back pocket. That's that's my guy. Uh, but let me just go off for a second. I know Sora got his stuff in, but let me say what I got to say. I'm about to sound like Stephen A. Smith right now. <laughs> I am having a bad day. I am having a very bad day. Speaking of Smith, there's Steezy A. Oh, yeah, right? Steezy A. Smith. Wow. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am having a bad day. I am having a very bad day. I would just say this as a PSA. If you don't watch college football, I encourage you to do so. Because there is there are so many good things. And I'm going to just point your team out for a second, Steezy. Me, well, me and you share, you know, I got the Seahawks poster back there. That's that's my other team that I root for. Oh, where's the offset? They're about to go crazy. Um, but anyways, like Tariq Woolen, for example. People didn't know how good that kid was because he played at University of Texas San Antonio. And now look at him. Doing great with the Seahawks, one of the highest-rated rookie cornerbacks in the league, D playing very, very awesome, playing better than Kobe Bryant at this point in time, uh, who we had very highly rated. Now, it's a treat to watch these games. One thing that I hate hearing is people that say, oh, I love football. Last night, how many podcasts did we see that was running podcasts during, a, you know, say what you want, but during the Rams game last night? Like, what? You say that you like football and you like no, painting. They like their stuff. team's football. They don't want to watch any other football. They just like Ex their team. It also, and real quick, I know my turn is over. And I know it's your turn. But real quick, why are we saying football is back week one of the NFL? When football's been back for two weeks. Two weeks. You had week zero then. and week one. Then you had week one of NFL. You had football for two weeks to get ready. I don't care how boring the games were. Football is football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> I encourage you to go and watch these players because you know what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to stop just because of what happened last time. Next guy I see talking about, oh, I'm going to do a mock draft and then start talking about BS about a player that you didn't watch. I'm coming in with the Thanos glove, like the Thanos gauntlet. I'm, I'm telling you straight up. All right. So tell me, tell me how much you really do know about this player. Did you watch him? Do you even know what school he went to? And then start claiming things like, well, no good cornerbacks come out of Washington. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't start claiming stuff like this if you don't watch it. It doesn't. It, it just don't fake the funk, baby. That's all. That's all we're trying to say. Don't fake the funk and act like you could that that you do something when you actually don't. Don't listen to ESPN. Don't listen to your favorite beat writer because most likely they don't know these players either. If I don't see player guys like this that you're following on Twitter, Joel Klatt, Kirk Herbstreet, you know Lee Corso, these these type of guys like this, Desmond Howard, the you know Chris Fowler, even Pat McAfee. If I ain't see you, find, you know, if I don't see y'all following these type of dudes like on Twitter, I don't got nothing. I don't believe nothing that y'all say because people like me, people like fishing, people like sore, people like slay, people like Vic. It gets down to the nitty gritty with us, like going to subscribe to the damn forums on some of these schools, like following the the uh, the recruiting battles that do happen in our state. You know, seeing what these players are doing in high school before they get over to the NFL. Not talking about Arch Manning, who already has a spotlight. Talking about people like um, what what's his name, um, uh, the coldest Crawford. That went over to Nebraska. Like, we knew about Dakota Scarver before he even got there. So this is what I'm saying. It's very important. Before you open up your mouth and start talking about college football players like you like, you know, like you've been watching them forever, don't be mad when people like us show up in your chat and be like, hey, man, what's going on? What, why you, why you talking about Detroit McDuffie was a slot corner when obviously he was an outside corner? It's Cap. Don't, don't be out here. Which don't be out here slipping, man. That's all. That's all we're saying. That's my biggest pet peeve. Stay in your lane. If it's NFL, stay in your lane. If you're just a casual fan, don't say that you love football. Don't say, "Oh my God, football's back," and you talk about week one in the NFL like Sora said. We started at week zero, baby. All of us. We was we was ready to go into Discord. We was we was chatting. We couldn't even wait. We was watching the Illinois game. I like, was listening to it on the radio because I was on the road. <laughs> man, don't fake the funk, Vic. Go ahead. I know Vic's about to hit y'all with the fire. Watch. I can already hear the steam coming out this man's ear. He's ready. What do you th What do you think, man? Honestly, like in a way, I understand, and in a way, I don't. I understand you're trying to get views. I understand you're trying to get your channel off. But what I don't understand is why are you commenting on something you have no clue about? Why are you going on lives talking about where you think this player should go in the draft? when you've never even watched them play football, when you're saying, oh, well, I'm a fan of football, but I don't watch college. I only watch the NFL. I don't even like that. Just like we all said, where do you think they came from? We ain't going to Kroger's. We're not going out there to the Piggly Wiggly and picking people up. The you Piggly Wiggly. Like, the Piggly Wiggly. You know I mean? <laughs> We're not going out there picking people up. Again, That's these kids bag. have been playing for their whole lives. They're, they went through college, high school. They go through college. And if they're good enough, they get to the NFL. But if you're out here talking like you're someone in the know and you've never watched college, but yet you want to give your opinion and say someone is a certain position when they're not, when statistically you can just simply look it up. Google's out there. I'm pretty sure everyone has access to it. You can clearly pull up the numbers and see Trent McDuffie spend most of his time on the outside. But you didn't even do your homework because all you're doing is regurgitating what someone else has did. You're taking someone's hard work and displaying it as your own. That's all you're doing. And for those people who watch them and think that they're knowledgeable, you're a bigger fool than them for even thinking <laughs> facts. Let's be honest. If you're out there following someone who you know says it publicly, they don't watch college football, but then you're going to click on the video to see where they're going on the draft, you're the biggest idiot of all because you're just 
hey, let's be honest, you're D-Rod. That's all you're doing right now. You're D-Rod. Where's the award? D-Rod for someone who A, doesn't know you, B, won't ever speak to you in your life, and C, won't give you the time of day if they saw you. So if you're one of those content creators out there who, who like to say, you know, you want to do your mock drafts, you want to talk about where these players are going in the draft, and you don't watch college football, do me a favor and don't. But you sound like an idiot. And when we come at you and question you, don't take offense. Just take a seat, take your L, and be like, you know what? I didn't do my homework. That's all you got to do. Shut up. Back. But I'll leave it from there because I won't get too into it. I'll even all add because right. I saw Fishin said this. You got to now look at Juco as well. Back. Straight up. You got to look at Juco. How many people, I guarantee. How many people I know that Bailey Zappi was in Juco like, What's Juco? How many people even know any NFL stars that came from Juco? That's the question. Ask those people who say that they they watch all this film and they do Ask him who came from Juco. I ask them what a cover three is. <laughs> I know what it is, but I can't explain it. I need to put it. Hey, all right. We about to start. The, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen here. <laughs> if you hold on, let me full screen this. Where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? <laughs> I'm taking over all the cameras. Oh, if you want the correct information, guys that watch college football, guys that watch NFL and know what the hell we're talking about, follow us on East Coast Grid. I'll never ask you for a subscribe, but if you are new here, subscribe to the channel and hit that like button because we are truthers. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at all of you guys. I'm looking at the most hardcore fans, wink, wink. I'm looking at everybody. If you want the right content, the right information, and guys that know what the hell they're talking about, subscribe to the East Coast Gridiron. I'm done with this, man. Y'all are out here looking like a bunch of frauds and a bunch of idiots that don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yes, Uncle fraudulent. Sam, we want you, man. We want you fraudulent. All right, let yeah, me zoom back it's, out. It's October, so for you out there, you know who I'm talking to. Stick to the horror movies. Because <laughs> it's a horror movie when you start making horror, making mock dress, don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's a horror movie when you let your camera close up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror movie when you can't just take a take a, cl- a Clorox wipe and, and wipe it, wipe your mic off. And let me just say this too: and if you're one of the people out there who's sticking up for someone who, again, clearly tell you they don't watch, you are a fool. You out here, you know, putting dirt on your own name for someone else. That makes you look seem like an even bigger idiot. Put him on full screen. <laughs> we all getting a full screen today. Right? <laughs> but it's true. Like, I don't understand. Like, people, let's be honest. If you're out here looking for content, you're looking for football, go with someone who has knowledge. Don't go with someone who you think is popular. They don't know anything. What's the point of being uh, popular no. if you have no knowledge? Oh, wait, no. It, sorry, it's Halloween. Do, 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 or whatever the Michael Myers theme is. Oh, Logan, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> that's right. that's a horror story on the song. You can't even call 911. Damn. After 9 p.m., she takes the phone. That's it. Damn. He said, he said, hey, yo, man, I got to call you back when my minutes are free. Oh, I'm right. sleep, cuz. All right. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me mute the mic. The Jiminy making, a, Jiminy making a racket. Let me tell the cricket to stop. Jiminy, stop that. Oh man. Shout out, shout out to the cricket. JDW Sports Talk. If you're in the chat, we're about to talk about your boys at Kansas, the Kansas Jayhawks versus the TCU Horn Frogs. Man, if we ever seen these two animals fight each other, it might be the boringest thing that you might see on YouTube. <laughs> 
But <laughs> I don't now, even know if they what the put hell. highlights in it. If they put highlights in it, everybody's gonna be like, I know everything about a Jayhawk now. What the hell is a Jayhawk anyway? Somebody link me a picture of what a Jayhawk looks like. About a horn frog. I'm on it. I got you. Carry I on know the what the horn frog looks like. It looks kind of cool, but a Jayhawk. Jay Jayhawk. Hold up. I carry on. Kansas, everybody's so vanilla. Like the worst thing you can do is jaywalking, and that's it. That's that's the crew, the Jaywalkers. Oh damn, bro! This, Dog, they this is what white. I just they found. Neon white. The term Jayhawk was originally a term used by pro-slavery Kansas to describe free state supporters during the bleeding Kansas period in 1950s. TCU with the win. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, the Jayhawk is a mystical creature. It don't even exist. Oh man! Whoa! Jay this oh. this podcast just took a left turn, <laughs> real sharp. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go ahead and start with you, Vic. Find out what a Jayhawk is. <laughs> oh my God, the innuendo, the innuendos tonight. Oh <laughs> uh, man, man, I thought What's I was Logan okay, at? but I'm actually AK right now. Oh, damn. All right, anyways. Uh, What's good, Drew? What up, man? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What's up, Drew?" Man hasn't man hasn't talked in five minutes. What up, Drew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Vic, we'll start with you. Kansas versus TCU, who you got, man? Come on, man. You know I got the Horn Frogs all day. Kansas what? has not. I just, I'm gonna have to take TCU on this one, man. Um, yeah, I, I I don't see it happening for Kansas this this week. Wow. So you think you think that the reign of terror with Kansas is about to come to an end? Yeah, it's a wrap. Hey, wow. all good things got to come to an end. It's not a bad thing. It's gross. It's, it's, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> Take this L. And there's a whisper in their ear. It's gross. Right? But, uh, it's real estate. <laughs> Isn't that the best thing ever? You beat a team and you know how you got to go for the handshake. You just pull the guy close to you and be like, and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, go ahead. we'll go ahead and give Vic TCU versus Kansas in the Big 12 title, though. Don't worry. All right. Word up? That's what you that's what you think? Kansas finally meets their maker and takes an L. TCU is who Vic is taking. Slay, who you taking? Kansas. Um Wow, really? I feel like with Kansas, if they're gonna get into a shootout, I think they're gonna get into a shootout with TCU. And TCU put 55 on Oklahoma. Um, and you know, Kansas beat Houston. When they were ranked, and they beat West Virginia, and both of those teams have solid offenses. I mean, bro, tell them again who they beat: West Virginia and Houston. And Houston was ranked. <laughs> yeah, bro. And <laughs> throw JT that Daniels, out there. JT Daniels is the quarterback of West Virginia, and he's no snow. Uh, Snouch, slouch, slouch. Uh, no, no, snouch. Damn, <laughs> no snout. What? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I got Kansas in this one. Got Kansas. Soar. Who you got? Jayhawk is a myth that has no score. What? All right, I sorry. I'm, I'm listening to the Jayhawk over here. <laughs> <laughs> this is about to be a different show. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with TCU. The way that. The way that they handled Oklahoma, I really thought they were going to get 62 before the baseball guy did. Um, and o- Oklahoma's no slouch either. I know Slay was talking about Kansas's opponents with Houston and um, West Virginia. 
with their uh with their with uh JT Daniels. But I don't know, I think I think TCU is um I think TCU is going to continue riding high over their victory against Oklahoma and I think it's a uh, I think it's going to be a better game than some people think. But because it's not a big name, nobody's going to watch it, so. Mhm. Right up. Right about that. Straight up, and it's it's our game of the week, man. I mean, they Kansas is ranked number nineteen, TCU is ranked number seventeen. I think I believe TCU is is <laughs> I believe TCU is four and zero, and Kansas is five and zero at this one yep. at, at this point. Yep. So, um, do me a favor. Let me let me just tell you how impressive Kansas has been. Kansas, if you go ahead and ESPN and use the search tool right now and type in Kansas. NCAA men's basketball shows up before football. Yeah. Even though they're on a reign of terror right now. Got to give them credit. They beat Iowa State. They beat Houston. They beat West Virginia. Duke has had a pretty sneakily good team this year, too. Yep, they're 4-1. and 4-1. and one. You know what I'm saying? I got to give a shout-out to not Jaden Daniels, but Jalen Daniels. Jalen Daniels, 900 yards, 11 touchdowns, one interception this year as their quarterback. 329 yards on the ground and five touchdowns. That's just for the Kansas Jayhawks, man. I think I think Kansas is, is for real. But I can't. I'm still riding off the high of that win last week and... I know a lot of people are talking about Adrian Martinez's performance last week, and they tend to forget on how I don't know why, but they tend to forget how good Max Duggan was last week. The man has not thrown an interception, seventy-four percent completion percentage, nine hundred yards on the ground. He has one hundred and forty-nine yards and two touchdowns. Let me say that one more time: he has not thrown an interception this season. They just came off a win against Oklahoma where he had 300 yards, two touchdowns on the ground and five tu- or three tu- two touchdowns on the ground for 116 yards and three touchdowns in the air. Now, if you look, this is probably the most like well-balanced matchup of the weekend too. Like this has to be game of the week for what they've done so far. Um the way that Kansas has been winning, but to play SMU the way that they had, to play Oklahoma the way that they had, this one was really tough for me. And I think it's just going to go to the, I think, the healthier team and the team that's played one less game that's coming in there with fresh legs. And uh, this this might hurt to say. Let me go ahead and slide your pick over there, Soar. I want to go Kansas all the way. I love Jalen Daniels. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Horned Frogs on this one, man. I think TCU pulls this one out, but I think it's the best game of the weekend. I think it's the cleanest play game of the weekend. And I think it's probably the lowest scoring game of the weekend, too. You know what I'm saying? So, man, uh, I, I really like both teams, though. But don't sleep on this game. A Big 12 matchup for the ages. Shout out to, you know, I, I forget the coach's name at TCU. He took over for the school after Gary, Gary Patterson left. And everybody knows how I feel about Gary Patterson, man. He's been doing a really, a really good job with that school right now. So give it up for Sunny Dykes, by the way. Sunny Dykes. Sunny Dykes. There we go. 
Vic, I know you got to leave here soon, so we're going to go ahead and get you started out on this recap of the Eagles win over the Jaguars, man. I know we did a couple shows last week. I know we did the Swoop Boys together. It was a very fun show, but, you know, after after marinating it for, you know, a couple days now, you know, how do you feel? What was the recap? Listen, man, um, I think the Eagles, the Eagles fought. That was the one thing that, that you know, in hindsight, what I've seen is, they got down and they fought for a win. You know, that first quarter was horrible. The Jaguars, you have to give them all the credit in the world. They came ready. They came prepared. You know, you can't say that, you know, they're they're a basement team anymore. They're headed in the right directions, and they put up a great fight, you know, with the Eagles. But luckily enough, the Eagles were able to overcome it. You know, but like I said, the Jaguars came out, you know, they came out swinging. But that was mm-hmm. the one thing I liked about this game. Like I said, it was, it was a hard-fought game. They, you know, they had to pull it out. Um, a lot of adversity was shown. But, yeah, I, I think it was a great game. It's a, it's a great game for us going forward. It, it shows that, you know, we can overcome this adversity. And, listen, we're five, We're going to be 5-0. and Well, excuse me, we are 5-0. and We're going up against uh, Arizona. They're not anyone to, to overlook. So, hopefully, you know, they take this and, and they go forward with it. So, do you think they're for real? You oh, tell, Listen, you're telling me there's I a chance right for a Super Bowl. I won't go that far. But I will say this. If and only if they go 6-0, and the last time they did it was when we went to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to put too much behind that. False. We were 5-1. and one. We lost to Kansas week two. Was it? Yeah. You lost to Kansas? Yeah, we went to the Super Bowl. Yes. You lost to Kansas? Yes. Yeah, we lost to Yes. I thought that was the next year. You lost no. against the Jayhawks? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we went six and zero. Hold on. No, we went. No, no, we were five and one. We were five. And one. We had three losses: the Cowboys in Week Seventeen, the Seahawks, and Kansas City Chiefs in Week Two, because we literally had never won a Week Two game until from twenty sixteen to now. We never won a Week Two game. Yeah, that's very true. Damn. Why did I think we were six and zero then? Because for whatever reason, I remember after Week Six, that's when the start the, the conversation started. Like. Are we really serious Super Bowl contenders? And for whatever reason, I thought we were sixing up at the time. Well, and I was mistaken. I mean, fine. But, yo, Vic had Vic had that face like the one dude, the one black dude. Like, yo, Vic. Like, oh yeah. Yo, Vic, Hold you on. gotta remember, bro. Before this guy came into Kansas City, Alex Smith was an MVP contender that year. Oh yeah, yeah. He listen, Alex Smith was great, and I think if I'm mistaken, he got injured too. And that was the, one of the reasons why they made the move for Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, um, yeah, it was. I I think I think we we are a contender, but at the same time, we're still coming along ourselves, the coaching staff, the team. So if we can continue going the path that we are, and we finally get our identity and get everything going, yeah, NFL better be scared. The Eagles are going to be serious, and I would say they would be a Super Bowl contender once they get to that point. They're not there yet, but if they do and they continue to win, y'all better look out. This was Vic. <laughs> Straight from the wire. <laughs> Don coming in with the facts in 1981. A 6-0 start fizzled out in a wild card round loss for the Eagles. Wasn't that against the, the Cowboys? Thank you. Thank Correct you, me if I'm wrong, bro. Thank you. Thank you. We are not worthy. Hold on. Let me show you. I know. I know. We're we're talking about the Eagles right now, but just to add some comedy to this, let me show you what Slay's camera was looking like before the stream is started. Oh. Yes, sir. We got to get you up in here. This is what Slay's camera was looking like. 
<laughs> yo, oh. we was like, yo, <laughs> did you take the laptop in the shower with you, bro? <laughs> Even the towel had a little a little thing wrapped around his waist when he came out, bro. Straight up. <laughs> did, did you see me, fam? I don't know what was going on, nor was I going to ask. <laughs> did, uh, did... Oh man! Straight yeah, up. What's his face? Did 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 mom did mom say you're grounded? Did mom say get out of here? I don't want to see you again. <laughs> Yo, Fisher says Slay is a meme, bro. Yo, we got a whole That's channel on I Discord. Made the meme channel. <laughs> Just take a yeah. screenshot at any time. It's it's memeable. If you are not already, <laughs> please join the Discord. You are missing out on a lot. Yeah, man. Straight up. Straight up. You uh, too can make a meme out of Slay. Yeah, all you gotta do is any any point in time, bro. Like right now, I could grab a screenshot of him right now, bro. He's memeable right now, dog. Fam, the way you were sitting, I could put you like in a Mother Teresa outfit in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. Just just so y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. It's sound of music, but in the hood. <laughs> just so y'all know what I'm talking about. Look, Raph, aren't you in the Discord? Whatever. <laughs> Uh, Memeable, so <laughs> yeah. <He's> like, <laughs> I'm putting it in the Discord right now. If you don't believe, <laughs> slave didn't buy you pizza rolls <laughs> forever. Meme, pizza dog. Rolls? Is that what happened? Did she say no uh, more five guys? Oh uh, man, she said stop Ubering that stuff to my house. I'm sick of it. Man, you you are supporting that chain, <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as Manny is alive, Five Guys will never go out of business. But I appreciate it because I love Five Guys as well. The, pause, the fries are the best. <laughs> They're subpar at best. Ah, uh, he said the fries—they blend so perfectly. All right, so what you what you feel about the Eagles game, man? Let's get back to. The, sorry, everybody's watching this back on YouTube on the on the replay. I'm sorry. They're like what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, hold on, sorry. All right, we're good now. I'm good. Um, yeah, pretty much everything Vic said. It was a uh, the fight back because we had never been behind until week one against the Lions when it was 7 nothing. Now you're talking about it being 14 nothing in the first quarter. And I saw on Twitter, don't think I didn't see it, everybody was like, well, I guess we ain't real. I guess we already losing this. Like, 10 minutes in the first quarter, bro. Like, we got 50 more minutes of football. What you mean it's over? It ain't over until it says fourth quarter, 0-0-0. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, the, the fight back was excellent. We finally, in the second half, um, we, we scored again. That was great. Yeah. Again, until we haven't scored in the second half until week one. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the fight back and the conditions that it was. I mean, it was just it was a great fight. I don't want to say we're Super Bowl contenders yet. Like I said, uh, I said the exact same thing Vic said. I want to wait till the bye week. If we're five and one, hopefully six and zero, oh, then yeah, then I think those conversations can start. Right. Um, and I mean, shout out to Jacksonville. Props to you. You guys are what now the third. You were the second seed. Now I think you dropped to what the third seed in the AFC. You're still your division leader. So I mean, Dougie P has brought the Jacksonville up from from the ground up. So I mean, shout out to Jacksonville. They're definitely gonna be good this year. Um, but in the end, it was it was go birds. Yep. All right, Slay. Uh. Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, hold on, uh, let me pull on Michael. Seriously, though, I can. I can uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Um, like Sora said. Yo, he, he, he was literally... Slay was literally the Halo theme, just like, oh. Was you doing that in the shower when you pulled your laptop in there, bro? <laughs> Hold on, this is going to get clipped. Damn. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Um, what yeah, so the first three weeks we played the Lions. I don't want to hear no one say the Lions are the Lions, like Sora said earlier, bro. I don't want to be hearing that, bro, because they've been putting up points. I don't care if it receipts. was against Seattle. Go ahead, sir. I was just saying we have receipts. Yeah. They lead the league. or not. I don't know if they lead the league, but they're averaging 35 points. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, bro. Like, we beat the Vikings. Damn good team. I don't want to hear no one saying they aren't. <laughs> like, you've seen what they just – I mean, it wasn't like a blowout against the Saints, but the Saints are still a talented team. Like, I mean, they aren't going to be great, great this year. I mean, I said they'd be pretty solid this year, and it's not looking great right now for the Saints. Um, obviously, there's a whole season left. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, the Vikings beat the Packers. We play the Packers this year. Um, and then we played Washington. And someone over here, someone on the stream, said Washington was going to be 12-5. So, yeah, Washington also had a lot of big expectations. It was me. Say it with your chest next time. <laughs> Yeah. Don't subtweet. <laughs> Say names. That dude right here. <laughs> that dude right there. Um, yeah. So I don't want to hear no one saying that we've had a cupcake schedule, and we also play the Cardinals this year, um, and this week specifically, and the Cardinals in week or not week four, um, in the fourth quarter, they are a really good fourth quarter team. Um, Eric knows about the fourth quarter against them, and then after that, that to him, man. After that, we played Dallas, and Dallas is a division opponent. And right now, Cooper Rush and the Cowboys look pretty good, so I'm not counting out anyone. Um, so it was a it was a tough game against Jacksonville, a muddy game. Trevor Lawrence didn't look great. He hasn't looked the same, uh, or not looked the same, but he didn't look the same in this specific game. I know that was confusing, um, but yeah. And you also had to use James Robinson a lot more in that game, especially because it was a rainy game. Uh, and Miles Sanders was out there cooking. Uh, How many carries did they have between him and Etienne? Eight, eight carries apiece. Like about eight ten carries, carries between them? Uh, eight carries each. Yeah. And it's a muddy game. You got to use those guys, man. You guys um, ran the ball 40 times to like our 20-something. Like you only got 70 that. yards total, total rushing? Yeah, uh, it was yeah, it was something it was something stupid. We put like 400 total yards of offense the last four weeks. Um, so, and like what I was just about to say, like Sora said, Miles Sanders' contract extension. Batman. Yes, I did say that on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've um, already got my Batman cape on the Amazon cart. He wants that bag, bro. This entire offensive. I want to shout out Lane Johnson, bro. Lane the pave, bro. Paying the lane for pave. Pave the lane, even. Yeah, you get what I mean. Um, is the is is the Garnier starting to seep into your brain? Is that fruitiest? Is that fruitiest? <laughs> he hasn't given up a stack since but week detangles. seven of twenty twenty. Mm. That dude is a monster, bro. <laughs> and for people saying that he was going to regress because of his age, the man is proving you wrong. But yeah, it was a great it was a great comeback. Straight up. Yo, Vic, I know you got to get out of here, man. Appreciate you, homie. Yeah, man. 
Hey, everyone have a great night. Garnier. Everyone have a, a blessed Yom Kippur. So I will see y'all. Have a good one. Oh, my God. Uh, he got the Garnier out. Uh, he got the Garnier out for real, bro. <laughs> my goodness. So, like, I got have this for you. Happy Halloween. Right, see you, man. <laughs> right. Yo, Coach, we can send you the link, man. If you're trying to jump in, I can change the graphic real quick. And you can jump in here. I know you just got back from practice. If you want us to send you the link, let us send. We'll send you, you know the what link. I he said, just imagine. I could just imagine one day, like it's my birthday and whatnot, and all of you guys just send me Garnier fruit teas. I will Uber eat Garnier. <laughs> I will uh, Uber yo, eat Garnier to you. You, why you give me that idea, bro? Don't uh, do it. <laughs> Don't. I got Amazon Prime too. Don't do it, bro. A very poor choice of words. Oh, don't do it, cause I I definitely I definitely would send you the Garnier fruit teas, yo. Yo, Straight my up. man's got Vic's logo blocking the entire screen. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Fish. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you need that horse, shampoo, need that horse shampoo, bro. Mane and tail, yo. <laughs> I, I heard that I was actually turning like regular human beings into into real horses, bro. Is that true? That held up. Never mind. No idea. This is PG. This is PG. <laughs> he said this. This is PG. This is PG. Oh my goodness. This is PG. I'll, I'll say it backstage. <laughs> he said, "Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat." Yeah, my thoughts on the game, man. We obviously should have ran the ball more. Uh, to be completely honest with you, um, it was absolutely disgusting. Just like this little spot on this jersey. I don't even know where this came from. Uh, uh what the hell is that? What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> oh, no. Um but yeah, man, it, it was uh it just wasn't right. Just it wasn't right. I couldn't I, I couldn't deal with the game. Trevor Lawrence was complete, you know what. But people wanna but but yeah, people want to still act like I, I hate this man for whatever reason. I don't hate him. I want him to do well. It's just right now, I can't say that this dude is the end-all, be-all, you know, for no reason. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll go ahead and move on. I just wanted to get y'all thoughts on that, man. Are y'all Eagles for real before we head out of here? I know Vic said that you were, but do you guys, do you guys, are you guys believers now? Is it Super Bowl or bust? Are, I think they are for real. Um, I will not say Super Bowl just yet. Mm -hmm. Slay. Um, I think, I think we are a NFC championship favorite right now, um, and we're probably gonna be somewhere around there this year with the firepower on offense, the defense playing well. I mean, this team is bound to get into the playoffs and do some work in the playoffs. Um, we'll see what happens with the whole Super Bowl thing. I'm not gonna say that too early yet. Um. Obviously, I want to play teams like the Chiefs and the Bills, but they ain't give us them on their schedule. Um, mm -hmm. But we play who we play, and right now, we are the best team of football as it stands. I couldn't uh, disagree. Um, I agree. All right, so what should the NFL do about these injury protocols, man? Um, apparently, there was some like major loophole that I, I don't know if you guys have watched Brian Suterer. He's a... Uh, He's a doctor on YouTube that you can look up, but he specializes in sports medicine. And he was talking about how screwed up the concussion protocol is and how 
there's like a major loophole in there that they can get away from some stuff. But what we heard mm-hmm. that there was like an uncredentialed or unaffiliated neuro uh, neuro doctor or whatever it is that got fired that was associated with the Miami Dolphins, which is very concerning when we try to look at the grand scheme of things around why was Tua playing this week. Now they come out and said that he's not playing this week, even though the concussion protocol, if he does pass the five steps, that he can play technically. But uh, they went ahead and made the executive decision that he will not play. Sore said probably the one thing that not a lot of people were saying, even on even in the media, with all the allegations and things that are going on, with all the legal troubles that they have going on, why would they want to add on to the mess and the castle of just an abundance of, finger pointing that's going on with the Miami Dolphins but Slay give us your thoughts man I know I know you haven't played the game of football other than on at recess and, and stuff so <laughs> but <laughs> he said this man said the other day I was mossing them bro in PE <laughs> I think now, what got me the most before you he was start, playing football today I think what got me the most was like yeah I would have tried out for the team but I hate the turf <laughs> like what do you play in MetLife Stadium? What are we doing here? Oh man. No, but give us your thoughts, man. Like uh, looking at the whole situation of what happened. Do you think yeah. he should have played? Do you think it was okay that he played? Like what what happened? Nah, I mean, I said this last week. He should not have played the game. Uh first of all, Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad backup quarterback and your team is really really good. So, what's the point of playing him? Like, yeah, the dude's good, and he's uh, in a really good situation right now. But if you know the team that you invested in this offseason is really, really good, why would you play Tua? I don't, I don't understand that. And then you sign Teddy Bridgewater for a reason. You don't want to just keep him as a backup. You want to keep him so in order if a guy like Tua gets hurt, then you let him play. Um, and honestly, bro, the Dolphins the last couple of years, they've had a lot of issues going on. Um, obviously, everything's trending right for them as of now because you got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. The team's really, really talented. But the whole offseason, I mean, just starting from last year, they wanted to trade for Deshaun Watson. That yep. whole thing happened. And then yep. you had the legal issues, the whole tampering thing with Tom Brady. And yep. Sean Payton, they wanted both of those guys. And Brian Flores. And Brian right. Flores. Yep. Mm-hmm. That whole situation with him. Um, he was right, which is crazy. With, a lot has been going on with the Dolphins. So uh, that medical, that entire medical staff needs to be fired for even thinking of letting him play on this game. Like, if you reevaluate a quarterback that had a whole concussion, literally stood up, the whole old lineman group, well, not the whole, but the guys that were out there, uh, had to pick him right back up because he fell, and then he had to get back up, and then he did it again. Why would you even play that out on that field when you have Teddy Bridgewater out there? Like, I don't understand that. Um, no, they should not have played the guy. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I, I mean, w- with the whole protocols that are happening, um, you know, I've already gave my thoughts and, you know, sort of wrapped it up. Like I said before, with, with the good thing, we elaborate, elaborated on it a little bit about, you know, the Dolphins already being in a ton of trouble. And, you know, Slay, appreciate your thoughts around that because, you know, it is it is interesting. 
Um, it did make me kind of sick to my stomach watching watching the game and watching him get hurt. Like I was generally like, a, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little emotional. I mean, call it call it what you want to, bro. But like playing the game before, watching somebody that was in the same position happen, something bad happened to him twice back to back. You know who's gonna feel really bad later on? That doctor that misdiagnosed this whole thing. If he did. And if something was to happen to Tua, you know, I'm not saying that it is. So don't take what I'm saying out of context. I'm just saying the history and the track record of this whole CTE thing with, with, you know, uh, you know, with brain injuries and, and everything. It's, it's crazy that they allowed him to, to go out there. And like I said, if something ends up happening later on in his life, knock on what God forbid it doesn't. That guy's going to feel really, really bad, even worse than it is right now. It's going to feel worse than getting fired. But you cannot – they always tell you, and for those people that don't know, and I'm not a medical expert, but having something, you know, somebody close to me, you know, they had a brain injury and they ended up passing away from it, you know, a couple of weeks later. I seen it firsthand. The doctors tell us about this specific person that I was close with. Like, your brain does not recover. It's not like a broken bone. Once you have damage, it's there forever. It doesn't just repair itself. Your brain is one of the only organs in your body that does not repair itself over time. It doesn't have the capabilities to do so. So when this stuff repeatedly happens to somebody, it's um, it's disheartening. Um, I, I, I agree with what somebody said, and just to elaborate on it a little bit, he should not he should sit out the rest of the year. He should not play for the Dolphins anymore. And he should wait to get his opportunity with another team. Regardless if it, if he ends up being a backup or a third string in the rest of his career, his health at this point in time is not, um, he, you know, at this point in time is not worth the continuous injuries that carelessly that the Miami Dolphins and their staff does not care about. Cause somebody has to save him from himself. He's not only is he Samoan, he's Polynesian. Those those people are very, very headstrong, warrior type mentality. He's gonna go out there and do whatever he wants to with his teammates. But then also on the other side of that, Tua, this is just a message for you. Nobody knows your body better than you. You have to have the ability to pull back whenever you can, man. To protect your you know, you're not without blame. And I don't want people to go into this whole thing and say that he is the one totally to blame in all, you know, that he's not the one to totally blame in all this. But Tua deserves some of the blame about what happened. He should have said, he should have told somebody, I'm going to sit out for the health of myself. But having that warrior mentality sometimes can get you messed up. And we've seen what happened. So there's a lot of finger pointing. I'm not saying one person's right over the other, but what I don't hear a lot of people saying or it's the fact that Tua didn't allow himself to recover because of the, you know, and wanted himself to come back and win for his team. It's too early in the season to worry about that type of stuff. When you know your brain is probably the most important organ in your body, man, to be completely honest with you. And it's not going to repair, and it sucks to see somebody as young as him just, like, not try to pull back because, you know, it's and guys have a lot of pride. All of us. It's, we're prideful. We're a prideful species. It sucks. I get it. But you deserve a little bit of this blame too. And you know, I apologize if somebody takes that out of context. But it's 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 the truth, man. It's it's the it's the truth. So, Sor, give your final thoughts on this, man. 
Yeah, I mean, we're... Where do I even begin with all this? First, again, to mention the legal tamperings. You had the stuff with Brian Flores. You had the stuff with trying to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady over. Right on, and now you're adding all the Tua stuff. Roger Goodell needs to grow some huevos, because we're keeping it PG. He needs to grow some huevos and tell Miami they need to sell the team. The owner needs to sell the team. Give it to a new person. Everybody in that front office needs to go. Mm-hmm. Entire medical staff needs to go. This, it's... Ridiculous. You saw, you've seen it with Andrew Luck. You saw it with Ryan Shazier. You saw it with Donald Parham uh, last year when he got hit up and he his fingers froze and locked up. Um, and he they said like he was also having a seizure because of said hit. You saw it with, and I can't remember the name of the, and we did an episode on him too. The name of the Seahawks running back who got the uh, the neck, the metal in his neck. Help me out here. What's his name? Seahawks uh, running back with metal in Chris his neck. Carson. Chris, Chris Carson. Carson, thank you. Yep. You saw it with Chris Carson, who retired. You've seen guys take big hits like this and have to retire early. Now you're looking at somebody who quite I possibly... Sorry. That, okay. It's, it's fine. But now you're looking at somebody <laughs> who quite possibly may never take another snap in the NFL again. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you why Tua went out. Obviously, this is not the 100% reason. This is just my hypothesis on it. But because, like Manny said, you had the Deshaun Watson. You had the Deshaun Watson rumors. You had the Tom Brady rumors. You had all these rumors of different quarterbacks coming in instead of Tua. Much like Dante said, we are a pride human beings are a pride are prideful beings there's a reason why pride is one of these seven deadly sins tua is seeing all this and he's going i've got to play and i've got to play good in order to keep my job which again falls on the nfl owner nfl on the miami owner and the miami gm tua should have never played he may never take i think he will be good I think he'll be able to play football again, but he should not play for the rest of the year, and he should give the biggest middle finger to Miami and say, I'm never playing another snap for your team. Yep. It is It is ridiculous that this li- even happened. And you even saw it, and I know he wasn't the biggest, but talking about the loophole, you even saw it with um, tight end for the Bucks, Cameron Brait. He found that loophole. He was back in to drive like a couple of um, – after a couple of first downs, he was back in that, on that same drive, when he also got a concussion. And I saw because I was looking, there's apparently um, some concussion show or whatever, uh, with like a famous medical expert of Dr. Bennett Omalu, what O M A L U, whatever, thinks uh-huh. Tua Tungvaloa should retire, says he suffered permanent damage. That is a medical expert who studied concussions and dealt with the concussion protocol. This is his living. So if you're looking at him saying he may suffer permanent damage, that's on you, Miami. You did this. You ruined your young franchise quarterback's career. You set yourself back a bunch of years. I hope you're in the basement. I hope the Jets beat you. I hope you never win another game this season because you did this to yourself. And you did it to Tua. Yep. Man, I... You know, we, uh, 
we hope to recovers from this, you know, and, and, and all things considered, um, we hope that he's smart handling, you know, handling his business. I do agree that most of the blame should be put on the dolphins. Um, I've already said my piece. I think Tua has to take at least a little bit of the blame for this as well. But at the end of the day, warrior sport, we get it. That guy that tackled him should not feel bad about it. Um, but shout out to Ryan Shazier and his tweet to Tua that night. Um, thought it was kind of the bright spot of the whole situation, which is saying he also got injured in Cincinnati. He said that that hospital takes care of people and he's that he's in good hands. So I thought that was a very tasteful gesture for somebody that has gone through something similar to ended his career. Um, and we hope from now on that these teams start taking a lot of things serious. Or I would be permanently watching college football. Psych, I ain't gonna do that. But um, it just it just sucks to watch the NFL, man. Like when when stuff like this happens, it never. It seems like stuff like this never happens in college. Like I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, but then we continue to to have ourselves suffer through this. Um, last topic of the day. And again, before before we even get to that topic. Yep. An, another reason why, because you had all the rumors. Tua also, even in college, dealt with injuries. His ankles were about as strong as Charmin Ultrasoft. Like, he did not have strong in He dealt with injuries constantly. So, again, all of that, he's thinking, I've got to play. I've got to play. Mm -hmm. And somebody needed to step up. And I know they were saying, like, and I've even seen some people. I saw one dude in your comment section on this short that we did it earlier. Or that we, yeah, that we did earlier in the week of saying, like, if he wanted to play, he wanted to play. At some point, it is up to a coach to say, no, sit down, you're done. At some point, it is up to a coach to be the adult, be the mentor, be the coach. That's your job. And say, no, we're sitting you out. It's week four. You're fine. You're good. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Mike McDaniel. Let's see how old it's, Mike McDaniels is. It's sad to say, but college cares about their players more than the NFL does. Mike uh, Mc yeah, that's facts. Mike McDaniel's 39 years old. He's still young, but he should know better than this, too. He should know better. He has to make the decisions. You're either in or you're out. I understand it's like managing 32 small businesses, but this is your team. I absolutely agree with that. Packers versus the Giants. Game of the week. Both of these teams are 3-1. and one. Coming into this game, Packers and the Giants are two <laughs> two teams that is very unlikely of why why they have the record that they do, but they do, and it, it just is what it is. Sore, since you ended us off on the rant, just get us started with this one. <laughs> uh, I know this is a game in London. Packers usually, I don't think Giants have ever been to London. Packers, I know, have been before. They usually do well. The main reason I am going to go ahead and select the Packers is Daniel Jones and now Tyrod Taylor are not at 100%. And you, again, going back to the Tua situation, if you're not at 100%, you don't need to be playing. It's our, Both of them are 3-1. and one. Giants are 3-1 and one, some way, somehow. It happened. Congratulations to y'all. Don't ruin the rest of your season by making another, or not another, but don't ruin your the rest of your season by making a bonehead decision. If you need to, uh, what's the say? If you need to literally use Jake Fromm, who cares? It's one game. 
maybe he'll do something this time. But, yeah, no, it, I got to go with the Packers just with the looming question of who's going to be playing quarterback for the Giants. Well, Daniel Jones. Yes, but he's injured. No, he's hurt. He's hurt. He might play, though. Yeah, I know, but that was the whole part. If he is not at 100%, don't play him. You're 3-1. Yeah. You can. You guys can survive off of a 3-2 and two record. You're good. I'm going to have to... I'm going to go with the Packers, too. I think that's a very good point. I think that Saquon Barkley is not going to do very well against his front seven of the Packers this week. Quay Walker. <laughs> telling you, man. Quay Walker has looked like the best. Need I say it? Has looked like the you best the Georgia ops, Bulldog? You know the ops are crying. Go ahead, do it. Make the ops cry. Do it. Do it. He's looked like the best Georgia Bulldog this season. Out of this draft class. Was I, was I not? Did I not call this? You did call it, yes. Hold on. Where's the Nostradamus picture? Somebody Nostra put the no Somebody put the Nostradamus picture. Give me a second. <laughs> but anyways, with that being said, I still think it's a close game, but I don't think it's going to be uh I don't I don't think it's going to be high scoring whatsoever. I think it's 17-14. It's an early game, 9:30 in London. Uh Saquon Barkley has looked <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Nostradamus. Uh, Nostradamus. Nostradante. That's what that's what we start calling. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a new shirt in the ECG store. Uh, expected in two to three weeks. Nostradante. Um, but Romeo Dobbs did his thing last week. Everybody knows. Aaron Rodgers is getting a little bit more comfortable. Christian Watson is fun in a new role in his offense, trying to be Debo Samuel because he can't he can't catch a damn football to save his life. And I what what was that? Throw the picture back up, sir. Throw it back up. Nostradante <laughs> tried to tell y'all garbage time monster man. That's it. Um, did you know about Hufunga in college? Yes, I did. Not. I did. His nickname was the Trojan Missile. Mm -hmm. I did not know about this guy. Hey, it's it's hard to keep up with every single player. Sometimes That's I don't. It. I need to put if we're talking about Hafunga, I need to change this to my face because yeah, I was telling people about Hafunga as well. <laughs> I only knew about him because Niners fans were raving about him through the draft. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. he was great. He literally um, was prodigy of Troy Polamalu. I again, I thought that was like his nep uh, Polamalu's nephew. I couldn't find anything, so I might be wrong about that. I might be right. I don't know, but he did. I do know for a fact he did learn under Troy Polamalu. Mm. So no, not condo miss. Okay, <laughs> Christian, I've had enough of you. <laughs> We're done. Here. All right, all right, Slay. Yeah, well, it's gonna be all Packers. Um, I mean, I I just feel like, like what you said, you took the words out of my mouth, Dante. Um, I think this is gonna be the first game Saquon really gets completely handled. Um, Everybody gets one. It's the front for me, and it's not even just Quay Walker, Annie Clark, Sean Gary. That boy's nasty. Um, <laughs> Jair in the backfield, and then you got guys like Adrian Amos, uh, Eric Stokes, like that whole team. Devontae Campbell, like that whole team, especially defensively. It's it's. I'm really surprised good. you didn't mention your boy Jair Alexander yet. I did. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah, I didn't. I okay. said Jair in the backfield. Um, oh, 
But yeah, I think this is a game where Saquon gets handled. Um, And another thing that should be pointed out, like Sora mentioned earlier, if DJ doesn't play this game and Tyrod doesn't either, you're going to have to rely on Davis Webb. And you have no receivers that is going to remotely even come close to probably like 20 yards in this game, to be quite honest. So I don't know Dang, how to win yards. I, not even twenty yards, bro. I Dang. I don't see a single dude getting twenty yards. Like <laughs> I, mm. I don't know who wow. on this team could get twenty yards. Wow. Like unless it's like the fourth quarter, I guess. But one through three, no one's getting twenty yards. Like David Sills is right now. Well, Richie James is your best receiver right now, and then Sills is behind him. And then you got Gallagher, who most of us here said he was overrated. So, um, uh, yeah, the know. the best he's ever done is the highlight video I did on him. <laughs> Damn, that man Damn. was having a pull for straws. Damn, son. Yeah, and I'm not gonna rule out Evan Neal, but he he ain't looking great. Um, I am. That dude is booty, but but I try telling you, I try telling. Put me in full screen. I try telling you. The Bears game, he played really well. Um, I will give him that, but you know, I guess, I guess with this game, it's it's morning. I mean, Zion, I know he's a Giants fan. He's out there somewhere. This man got to wake up at six o'clock just to watch this game, um, and he ain't waking up for that. I know damn well he ain't. But I got so with that with that take, Slay. What's up? Over under twenty yards. Forty nine and a half for Saquon. And yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, honest. As a, speaking of the devil, <laughs> Zion Jones. First easy now. <laughs> what is happening, <laughs> bro? What I was just about to say was, I think Saquon is their leading receiver. Actually, in this one, I think he does more receiving this game than he does running, and he goes off in the running game. Um, mm. I don't think he manages to go over. Uh, I'll say I don't think he goes over 50 yards. I think they'll keep him around like 45. I'll say, um, but he. I should agree. Be, I'll take the under on that one. Um, I think he should get a touchdown through the air because you know I feel like you could get those underneath uh, passes against the uh, Packers because of how good they play in coverage, like a little bit off. But yeah, this should be a game where the Packers dominate. Um, and I got the Packers. Man, Slate took exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I think he'll be. I think it'll be under seventy five. I think it'll mm-hmm. be like seventy five and a touchdown because you know Barkley usually will get like that one. He'll rip one run. He'll get that one good run. Yep. Uh but yeah, I think he'll be handled for pretty much most of the game. And of course, Slade had to say it first. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. I'm a, I'm gonna say under for his rushing yards, forty nine and a half. I think, like I said, I, th- I think their defense steps up this week. I think Quay Walker shows up big. I think he gets a, gets over nine tackles today or on uh, on Sunday, Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, Fishing did say something very important. Nobody talk about how bad Giants O-line is. They're awful except cr- Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas was a beast in the last game. I've been saying this for years. Has, hasn't? Hold has up, da- I'm already pulling up the picture. Hasn't Daniel <laughs> Jones look, look awesome this year? Yeah, he's looked uh, he looked absolutely amazing. Uh, he was him and Saquon Barkley was the sole reason they were even in that game. To be quite honest, with you. and the way he the way 
the way he's been stepping up in the pocket this year, moving in and out of the pocket, he looks a lot more comfortable this year than he did with Joe Judge and the boys. Daniel Jones on the Panthers would be incredible. I'm just saying. Daniel Jones on the Saints would be a playoff contender. Daniel Jones on any team that's it's just needs a talented quarterback. He would be Daniel incredible. Jones. Daniel Jones on the Niners will be a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> I think I, that's facts. I, I truly believe that. To be quite honest with you, he is set up right with that Niners team. Bro. I'm hey, Jimmy, Daniel, Daniel Jones to the Vikings, calling it now. <laughs> that would be wild, bro. And then imagine, oh my God, just imagine that offense. Woo, Daniel Jones to the Colts would be a good one too. Daniel Jones to the Jaguars. I'll take him. <laughs> Y'all can take Trevor Lawrence. I'll set up that trade right now for our seventh round pick. Give me, give me. I'll get give my me, guys on the phone. Ah, man. But I appreciate everybody hanging out with us, man. There goes your picks. Vic is not here. He's sitting in the shadow realm right now. Um, but uh, thanks. This has been a fun episode, man. We came back strong this week. Appreciate everybody that subscribed to the channel. I think we're at nine nine fifty two, and uh, we we appreciate everybody that's that's been supporting us over the last like year and a half. I think well, it's a little little over a year and a half now since we started the channel. Almost at a at a thousand subscribers, and for all the people that they you guys didn't have to do it, but you did, and we appreciate it. You know, we're not about asking for subscribers and likes over here. If you like it, you like it, and we appreciate it, man. So. Uh, feel free to tell your friends and family that we go live on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock, Thursdays at 7 o'clock, Saturdays at 10 a.m., and Sundays at 11 a.m. We're going to start the NFL stuff, but appreciate everybody, man. Come come hang out with Don. You know, he's going to have the concession prices and everything and all the good burgers and fries <laughs> as a statistic on Thursday night for the game. Uh, come check out Wire to Wire tomorrow night. You know how I engineer their show. Hopefully my internet holds up. Right. And uh, Horn is a beast. Dante, deal with it. Oh, my God. This dude in J.C. Horn, man. He loves J.C. Horn. Nah, nah, because I love J.C. Horn, but James Conner put that man in the shadow realm. Yo, he said, <laughs> oh, he said, why is my camera not working? I don't know. Said, he hit him with the, <laughs> he hit him with the salsa. <laughs> Make sure you go check out Slay's new channel, French or oh, not new go. channel. His rebranded channel, the franchise man. Yeah. Um, sorry, you know you can catch him over here, Vic. Vic three, search it up. There we go. I'm back. And and as for any final words, gentlemen, before we get out of here, we see you, ops. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I have to do it? Oh man. <laughs> do it to him. Yo, that face, cause. Oh, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you about to be like, screenshot. Logan, you my boy, bro. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys. We'll catch you guys later, man. Have a good night.